0: worldwide youth radio hello and welcome to this episode of youth talk brought to you by kids Count uk and the worldwide youth radio and presented by me gay morris youth talk is the show where we discuss big issues facing the youth of today worldwide youth radio on today's episode of youth talk we are discussing fake news Well, I am sure you have all heard of the term fake news, but well, what is it exactly? Well, fake news is a false or misleading information presented as news. It often has the aim of damaging the reputation of a person or making money through advertising revenue. Here are a few examples of what fake news can be. It could be clickbait, it could be propaganda, it could be satire, it could be sloppy journalism, misleading headlines, manipulation, misinformation, media bias, audience bias or or um, a rumour meal. There's many forms of fake news and we will be discussing some of those today and the implications. But as always, we are joined by our youth panel. Uh, we're, we're short on numbers tonight. <laughs> we unfortunately lost one of our uh, panel members uh, due to uh, illness. It just sounds like they died, didn't it? They haven't died, they are still alive. <laughs> but um they unfortunately couldn't make it for tonight's recording i'm sure they'll be back here in the future but we are joined by erin and amelia good evening to both of you it's gonna be it's gonna be quite an intimate um podcast and show tonight so i'll go to erin first have you ever ever seen fake news on the telly or radio or maybe even in journalism yeah
1: um there's definitely been a lot sort of recently with um the us election and also with the vaccines and covid um it's sort of something that is now pretty much unavoidable and i suppose on um like youtube and stuff there is um people will use not necessarily misleading titles but they'll have sort of they'll use clickbait to encourage yeah. more people to watch their videos and get the views up so In today's society, it's sort of, it's the norm, really.
0: Have you ever ever believed any fake news and realised it actually was fake afterwards?
1: Yes and no. There was a little bit with um, the vaccines when they were just, like, rolling them out. um, When they were talking about sort of the side effects Mm -hmm. and um, the effect on fertility. Um, And as someone who wants kids in the future, I was a bit concerned about that. Um, so, but now I've sort of looked into it more and understood it. Like, uh, it's fine, but because there was so much about it, you sort of just don't really know what to believe.
0: Yeah, no, you don't with these things. Unfortunately, it is. It can be quite misleading some some of the time. Um, I think with the vaccines, they do have side effects, but it is they are safe side effects, and I know they. I think they are um, giving. To those who are trying for pregnancy, but that's if you are trying at that moment yeah. in time or pregnant. Um, and I think that I think some of the guidance has kind of got blurred within I don't know tweets, Instagram posts about oh, if you want a baby, don't have the vaccine. Where actually, in reality, it's perfectly safe yeah. to take. Yeah. Um, interestingly, very topical today. I was um, just going through some of my Instagram stories and I saw someone. One of my fathers had shared something to the story about... It was an anti-vax um, message. It was uh, one of the posts. And I thought, well, this is clearly fake news. So I tried I, I tried to report it to Instagram. And there wasn't a... some. It wasn't somewhere where I could actually report fake news. I thought there would have been on Instagram. Because you can report various different stuff. Um, so what I put it in is I just put it in as... Uh, harassment or harm or something like that. I just put it as sort of the closest I could think. And Instagram actually came back very quickly and said, there's nothing wrong with this um, thing. But it was clearly, they were spouting fake news. And I just thought I just thought that was so bad. Um, so do you think that social media ha- should play a part in protecting society from fake news?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think that they have such an important role, especially because, sort of at the moment, our entire lives are online. Um Social media is often where people will hear things first and if things are going around that aren't true, people are going to believe them because everyone's creating such a fuss about it, they get shared, it gets retweeted, it's, there needs to be some sort of control over what gets released and when, I
0: think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of taken place at the moment that in Australia with Facebook, Um, being banned in that country. I think that's all been sorted now. Uh, It wasn't necessarily to do with fake news, but that was one of the reasons why the Australian government did um, cause the ban. Uh, Let's go to Amelia. Amelia, have you ever experienced fake news? Have you ever seen it?
2: Uh, I definitely have. I think social media is the place where I see it the most. Uh, It's usually actually to do with either politics, like I said, loads of coronavirus, kind of about what you guys covered, Mm. uh, as well as, you know, like some less important things like celebrities or like entertainment fake news that this is coming out there and this is this person has died etc etc um which but I always try to double check but then I feel like fake news obviously catch on faster so then I feel like when I check and I try to research about it everyone is in a similar boat as me so they've seen it they talked about it so it's more spread therefore it's just confusing to confirm whether it's true or not
0: so you say you see it what sort of places do you see it on is it on social media is it friends sharing stuff uh, like directly from um their f- like you know I mean is there is there a tweet or is it like a company sharing it
2: Um I'd say it's more like um a company or like an un- not maybe not known um news organization or things things like that I always see on that and then people commenting because I follow a lot of um um people I don't know there's a lot of comments on people saying about what they think, etc. like opinionated.
0: Mm. And that is one of, the, it's one of the beauties and one of <laughs> the massive disadvantages of print journalism, particularly online now. Um, I actually I watched, I don't know if you remember, uh, Matt Hancock said in an interview recently that Contagion uh, was one of the movies which inspired him to do the whole vaccine. Like uh, mm. the facts rollout wrong like how to do it and I was so, like oh I've never watched Contagion so I watch it and there was a quote in there that uh, online like blogging was like graffiti like the graffiti of online and I think that kind of <laughs> I think that's um, kind of what fake news comes from it's like there's, there's websites online and they do share stuff don't they and it's and that is they are allowed to there's no rules saying they can't um, they can't re- I, mean they, I mean they do technically have to say this is fake but they can stir it in a certain way to make it believable Um. Th- th- yeah, sorry, carry on. I'm I'm sorry, I was
2: going to say, I also think it can sense. be like mis- misleading when, uh, you know, if you're on t- scrolling on Twitter and you see a post by an organization that looks, you could say legit, I guess like the name is like news, I don't know, like Lincoln News, let's say, and then the picture is, and then I do, it's maybe my own fault, I do, but then I see it and I'm like, oh wow, like you know, this has happened, and then it's like once you click on the profile, sometimes it's like, oh actually, well, they have like, you know, 10 followers <laughs> or something, and it's mm-hmm. like, this is not legitimate.
0: And that is clickbait for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do I, I also see it with well-known um, newspapers. Um, I'm not going to name which ones they are, but I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a hard guess to figure out which ones they are. But you just see a story come up, and it's like so-and-so has happened. You click on it, actually. They're just over-exaggerating what it is. Not necessarily the worst thing. It's just more of an annoyance. But I'm sure that does happen on a larger scale. So one of the, the reason why fake news, I think, is talked about so much at the moment is due to the former United States President, Donald Trump. I think he's kind of <laughs> popularised the word and term fake news. And, I mean, he's, he's definitely used it as a topic of discussion throughout his presidency before as well, and actually particularly now afterwards, um, as a way in which to respond to the negativity which was presented upon him. He uh, He claimed it was all due to fake news. Now, quite interestingly, um, President Trump claimed that mainstream American media regularly reports fake news. He used the term. He's used the term "increased distrust of American media globally, particularly in Russia." His claims have given credibility to the stories in Russian media that label American news, especially news about uh, crimes committed by the Syrian regime against its own people. Where it was quoted that, uh, yeah. Airbases had as much to do with chemical weapons as the test tube in the hands of an American had to do with weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And there's, there's just a lot of fake news Donald Trump spouted <laughs> during his presidency. So, is is fake, was Donald Trump right to bring up fake news, do you think, Erin?
1: Um. Yes and no. I mean, the one that always like sticks out in my head, especially recently, is during the election when he randomly was just like, yeah, I've won. And it's like, no, you haven't. Calm down. So I think I think it is important to alert people of it. But at the same time, he was he himself was spreading fake news. So would you say
0: he's a he's a hypocrite? He's a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what? He's actually still saying he um, won the election. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This uh, Last week, when he was at a conference, his first public speaking, actually since, not, uh, since leaving the office, he uh, said this. Actually, as you know, they just lost the White House, but it's one of those things. But who knows?
2: Who knows? I may even decide to beat them for a
0: third time. It's very subtle. He says beat them for a third time, so that's hinting that he might run again in the 2024 election. And it and saying the second time was saying if he did win the 2020 election. Uh, quite interestingly, I saw someone sharing this. Now this could be fake news because I couldn't find any hard evidence to prove it. But I saw someone share on Twitter that Fox News on their um, on the bottom of you know on the screen when they say who's on the who's on the telly. I think it's got a technical term, um, and it said. President Donald Trump not former President Donald Trump. So uh, <laughs> Fox News news agents in America far as I'm aware were are still labeling him as the president. So uh, Amelia do you think Donald Trump wa- what, do, what do you think about yeah what do you think about Donald Trump saying he is still president?
2: I think he's doing it just to cause some mm-hmm. you know, controversy. I think he wants to stay relevant. I think he wants any reaction he can get. I think he wants either people to agree with him or you know, get really angry for all that. I think the good thing is is I've seen that Twitter has actually banned them, didn't didn't they? they have And also they? Facebook have started to actually report him and they put they have that um the option of like fake news next to it or like could um mis- misinformation, which I think is a step in the right direction that at least, you know, you can't control what he says. He's got free speech, etc. However he does have influence on so many people and spreading Things such as of big relevance, such as he is still the president. Um, you know, people people may believe it, so I think it's good that at least some social media platforms have actually taken it upon themselves to be like, you know, this is just not a fact.
0: The problem with that is, is that Donald Trump's such a big person. He's very famous when he was the president. He's arguably one of the most famous people in the world. Twitter probably worth following his tweets and looking at it, but it doesn't stop the likes of me and you, who, let's face it, we're not as famous and not as, don't have the same huge following as Donald Trump has. It doesn't stop Twitter controlling what we are saying, does it?
2: No, I guess that is true. Like As soon as he posts anything, then it gets put into the world and anyone can comment on it, anyone can say what they want to say. And then um, also deleting his tweet doesn't really stop news organisations from picking it up and quoting it, cause, because at one point he did say that. So I think there's a whole problem of, um, of regulating, I guess, public speech. But I guess you can't that, regulate that because that's just free speech.
0: So Erin, do you think that it's harmful if an individual like yourself shares fake news on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, wherever you choose to share it on? Or is it just a bit of fun?
1: I personally think it would be harmful no like regardless of how many people i follow if they see something they share it their followers see it and with it just sort of expands and just blows up unnecessarily so i try and only post things that are true or as Mm. true as like to my knowledge um i think it's it is hard because you do have are so many e- there are so many different versions of things. There's so, m- so many different places you can pick up information that accidentally, yeah, you might share fake news. But I do think it could have a detrimental effect.
0: So, would you, would you say that your friends would call you out if you shared fake news? If you shared something unknowingly? Unknowingly, that it was fake news. Perhaps you saw something, someone had made one of these fancy posts on Canva and and shared it, and you reshared it, and it was spewing fake news. Do you think your friends would call you out on it?
1: I think they would. Mm -hmm. I think if they saw something that I maybe didn't see or maybe didn't understand, I think they would call me out on it.
2: um,
0: uh, (laughs) Sorry, what's that, Amelia?
2: I said I would call her out on it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you?
2: I guess maybe if I wouldn't call that, I'd probably approach it and be like, "What? You know? Mm. Do you know that this is not not real? And um, why did you did you maybe share it? And then just inform, really."
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: like, because I would want
1: people to call me out if I made a mistake or something like that. I would want people to educate me and inform me on the right thing. So. And oh, But at the same time, if I see my friends posting something that's not quite right, I would have a conversation with them about it as well.
0: So, what do you think can be done to start to decrease the amount of fake news we are seeing at the moment? Because it's I, like day in, day out, I will see something which is fake. What do you think, of um, Amelia, about that?
2: I think it would be good if um, if we're talking about social media. There to be an extra level of regulation in terms of maybe if a tweet is posted um it would be kind of held in a little bit of like a, a waiting room maybe especially from you i guess you can't control the whole public but maybe like organizations and actually definitely for people that have higher influence such as politicians and um you know maybe even certain celebrities uh, that when they do say something it would be good if it could be published um like regulated by someone, confirmed and then posted, not rather than just tweeted. I'm just using an example, and then went up there for everyone to see.
0: And what about you, Erin? Do you have any ideas on how we can control the fake news which is being spread?
1: I definitely agree agree with Amelia because I like. I mean, there's a, there was a thing recently. It's not quite fake news, but on TikTok, I saw a video mm. that was hateful and I reported it to TikTok, and they said there is nothing wrong with this video when I knew that it was offensive. Um, yes. And it's because a robot is going yes. through the algorithm. Yeah. If there is a real person or multiple people, I think that, that is there is a potential for at least one of them to notice something that isn't quite right. Um, and I also think that if news... Companies could not get quicker at publishing mm. news, but have more. Mm. I think I think people need to believe them more than just some randomer on the internet.
0: But do you think one of the reasons why news companies are slow is because they have to go through the process of fact checking? So that maybe that's why it takes them longer to get something up, whereas someone else who doesn't care about fact checking will just hear something, some hears, some hearsay i would be like, ah, there you go. I'm just going to tweet that or post that. Whereas the likes of BBC News, Sky News, um, ITV News, any other news organisation uh, which is governed by Ofcom, they will actually go and check that information and source it before posting it. Do you think that maybe is an issue?
1: I don't think it's an issue because I think it is important to check that what you're saying is factual. Um, but I think there could be a way around, even if it's just a message to say, this isn't accurate we're working on providing accurate information mm. um mm. like we'll give 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 us half an hour and we'll have the real story for you mm.
0: um
1: i think things like that will hopefully well could be more useful um yeah
0: but then if they said that couldn't someone just take that completely out of context and say ah it's got to be true bbc have said it i i know i know a lot of us would go, oh, they. We were. We would hear the word saying we're going to fact check this, but some people just take it as BBC News have said it as fact.
1: Yeah, I think, and I think that's actually where humans <laughs> themselves are the problem because no matter how how much um, people can try and convince someone of one thing, there are always going to be some people that are adamant that they are right and nothing can change their minds mm. so i think as sort of the population we we have a responsibility as well and it's not yeah. just down to
0: people that are providing us with news um amelia do you have any thoughts on this
2: um i think what you uh, both mentioned about uh when when we're waiting on like bbc or someone to report mm. on a case I think often I've noticed if something big comes up and I'm like okay well I want to see it and I'm there refreshing for example BBC and I'm like well how long do you wait because I'm like it's not true um I've definitely fallen into that rabbit hole before of like checking the main things that I believe to be truthful and I think that could also be a problem because then I'm like for example if something's a fake news and I'm like well they've not commented on it and then I leave it. I go to something else mm. then you know I'm having conversations with people I think that could be problematic but like we said i think in the uh, long run it is better that they take more time to actually fact check what they say and then just posting it from immediately
0: so if you saw something in a newspaper would you believe that is true
2: probably yes
0: because we can take for example i think it's the daily mail they are actually just got into trouble with the whole um uh, the whole prince harry and Meghan. um well, not scandal, but the ongoing situation which is going on there. Um, and, they're, and they're actually going to have to publish a apology in well, on, on last Sunday's, yesterday's um, newspaper, actually to apologise about the mistake which happened. I think it was the Daily Mail. I can't remember exactly which one it is. But so, d- d- with that in mind, can you really trust newspapers? Because they are publishing fake news. I mean, you can think of The Sun with the Hillsborough disaster as well.
2: I think it's it's a tricky one because... Um, how I guess how our society is laid out is those are the places that we turn to for our information those are the places that we you know kind of trust so when they post something that is fake news I feel like I do tend to believe it I I guess now to be fair we're talking about this I am kind of realizing how quick I am to believe them everything they say but I guess I think maybe this is kind of a not a good way of looking at it. but I'm like if such a big Organization is then called out upon it. I will also hear about that, so I feel like I'm like it will probably eventually get back to me. Like actually, I read that, and then this was fake news, uh, mm-hmm. opposing to if I see someone tweet something and I see it once and then never see them comment on it, apologize, etc.
0: What about you, Erin? Do you
2: would you believe something in a
1: newspaper? I would, and I think that's because we rely on them to yeah. provide us with accurate news i think it's that because that's how the well for years that's how we've got um the news i i would believe it because it has to have some form of credibility otherwise they are just publishing opinions rather than facts Um, and i think that's where a lot of like the issues can be between fake news because it could be someone's opinion it could be fact it it, the lines get really crossed um and it's what one person believes to be true it could be the complete opposite but as like as i've said before it's really hard to change people's minds sometimes
0: certain newspapers are very good at labeling if something is opinion so if it's like economist has wrote something and They will put news or politics under something else is that something that you actually think should become mandatory for all newspapers
1: yeah i think if there's rather than because otherwise people are just going to take everything as the truth i think if people are clear about what is fact and what is opinion that would then eliminate a lot of different issues that we see sort of with with fake news
0: um Okay, um, Amelia, what, what about the broadcasting um, news? So you're thinking ITV News, Sky News, BBC News, those the news you see on the radio and television. Do you trust that, what's coming out of uh, th- that medium?
2: Uh, I'd say so, too. I think it's a similar um, concept in terms of, like, they have such a big team, and I feel like they, um, from what I've seen, they have a 24 hour kind of information service yeah. flow anyway so I'd say probably uh, I do definitely tend to trust them
0: The way the, way the broadcast media works is much it's, it's governed more strictly than printers that they do, they obviously they will still have opinionated guests coming on and they could obviously swing it in a certain direction but the news you hear coming out does have to be fact checked out of the presenters mouths or whatever at uh, uh, a reporter's mouth, so I think from a broadcast from myself as a from a broadcaster point of view, news should be more reliable. however, do you think that there is fake news still coming out of these organizations?
2: definitely I think um they definitely you know have i think what i've seen most maybe not most but is maybe like reporting of immediate events or like catastrophes or like um elections and things like that that are going on where everyone is confused however news is 24 hours it's live and then it's just confusing in the sense of like who do you believe everyone's kind of saying the same thing plus the story changes because it's kind of ever going never changing so in terms of that i think fake news they do definitely um occur and i think in a way it's I'd probably say it's the most dangerous part because then everyone's listening to you because everyone's on edge. But at the same time, it's it's quite hard to regulate it if they don't know themselves.
0: Erin, um, do you think there's a media bias within the news we are watching?
1: I think there is, although there shouldn't be. Mm. I think because they're like there is such, everyone has different opinions, and it sometimes can be hard to not let those opinions come across in your discussion um, and sort of as Amelia was just saying when stories are like breaking and it's just happening that's probably where it is more likely for things to be misleading because they don't have all the information they're waiting for more um, and it just as um, Amelie said everyone's just Everyone knows different things, no one knows what's true and what's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things things just spread. But I think it is it's really hard to sometimes it can be really hard to not voice your opinion as you're explaining something.
0: If that makes any sense. No, it, it makes sense to me. Do you think they do that intentionally?
1: I think I think they, they try not to and I think it like as part of their job in my opinion, they should try not to um, because they are speaking to like if they're on the news, um, they are speaking to potentially the entire population and you and because everyone's watching, some people can be influenced by what's being said on TV yeah. um,
2: and
1: so I think they should try not to and I think they probably do but there are some situations in things, as an example, um, I don't want to get too like deep, but like murders and sort of things like that, where it's mm. there is potentially a right and a wrong. I think it can be hard for people not to voice their opinions in, although they're trying to stay factual.
0: Very, um, very good points, though, both of you. I'm going to move it away now from organisations and news and talk about sometimes where fake news can actually be disastrous. So, on um, in December. Day in 2016, a a shooting incident occurred at a pizza shop in northwestern Washington D.C. Um, uh, This was a busy part of of the area, and it was within a shopping district. So, a man brought a rifle into the shop and began shooting. Uh, Unfortunately, no one was hurt, but the suspect was arrested. However, the motives behind this are quite interesting. So, the pizza shop called Comet Ping Pong. Pizza shops, do always have very odd names, don't they, had become embroiled in a strange situation due to an event that had occurred one month earlier. There were false tweets widely spread that the net claiming that it was the pizza shop was the base for a paedophile sex ring involving Democrat presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, the former Secretary of State, and members of her campaign team. The operators of the pizza shop began receiving threats from right-wing activists who believed that the reports were true. Uh, According to the Washington Post, the trigger was uh, the announcement on October 28th about the resumption of the investigation of the Federal Bureau of the FBI into the issue of the use of a private email by Hillary Clinton during her tenure as Secretary of State. Two days later, there was a large volume of tweets about the newly discovered email relating to the paedophile sex ring. These posts were spread on an anonymous bulletin board site and via social media, and they were many abusive videos directed at Miss Clinton. Um, two days before the election, the FBI announced that they had reached a conclusion and they would not seek to prosecute Miss Clinton, so it was fake news. So that is where it can disastrously go wrong. Um, luckily, no one was injured. I'm sure there is examples with fake news where people have been injured. Um, uh, we're just not going to talk about those on the show, but... With that in mind, um, particularly something high-profile about that, I think we get the feel that an urgency to fact-check is needed. So, I, I, I don't, I don't want to sit on this for too long because we've talked about this quite a lot before. But do you think that maybe there needs to be some sort of fact-checking Committee or a or board within governments to fact check what is actually happening within the country, particularly on this, which is on a governmental scale. Um, Amanda, what needs to be done to stop something like this happening, in your opinion?
2: I think that uh, definitely something needs to be um, a, either a, um, a committee. I don't know if that's the right word of people to something practice, like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to fact um, things like that, especially on a level on a, such a scale, and especially when it's revolving a a candidate and the election in two days. Mm -hmm. Not only that, I feel like the biggest, um, if I understood correctly, the biggest thing is the fact that um, the email got leaked and everything like that with um, what happened. However, no one actually said that it was under investigation. And I feel like that is where it's fake news and misinterpretation misinformation because if that that story came hand in hand together with you know this is what's kind of happening and it's being under investigation right because i think that's what you said under fbi at that time
0: Um, yeah it's 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 closed now and everything's sorted i believe but yeah Yeah. at the time um
2: at the time yeah then um if those information were published together then i feel like that would have a complete different outcome because people would know okay well this is what could have been happening but the fact that that huge piece of information was omitted just went and everyone's spiralling and I feel like that is where um, you definitely need someone to maybe either fact check or actually add the information that is true.
0: So, we've talked a lot about accusations, but now we are in the age of the 21st century. We have a lot of new technology. Let me uh, play this for
2: you. Hello, I am Donald Trump. It is an honour to be on the Worldwide Youth Radio. I want to talk to you today about fake news.
0: But the point is, this is not me. So the thing is, is we can nowadays very easily change people's voices to make them say things that they actually haven't really said. And it becomes incredibly hard to prove what is true or what is not. I'm sure experts, I mean that was an awful, a terrible example of what we would call deep fake technology. But there is a lot better if you want to spend the money on it. So. With that in mind, Aaron, how on earth are famous figures going to deal with the amount of fake bots and AI which is going to be spewing fake news, allegedly, from their mouths?
1: It's it's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, and I th- think especially as well with social media accounts is because you're not actually hearing it directly from them. Any Anyone's a ha- account could be hacked. Um, and actually... A- over Christmas, I think it was Channel Four that did um, a different version of the Queen's speech. Yes, they did. Just yeah. to show that, the like how realistic a a video sort of like that could be shown around the world, and people people will believe it um, because it can be so realistic and mm-hmm. so believable. But I think there also has to be some level of judgment within you because if you know that. I mean, it's as much as, well, it's not really realistic for Donald Trump to no. be on yeah. the podcast. So I think people <laughs> do have to make a judgment within themselves as to whether they should believe it or not. Um, but if it is convincing and if it, like, there is, it's, it's difficult and there are so many arguments for and against. And then it gets to the point of, well, do you not believe anything? Because yeah. anything could be fake news, but then that has problems like within itself, so it is very difficult, and technology is making it so much harder. It makes it makes life easier, but it also <laughs> makes life a lot harder. So
0: yeah. Let me explicitly say that that was not Donald Trump. That was fake. Just to just to put some clarity out there. If anyone did believe it was, um, I'm sure I'm I'm sure one person will listen and be like, "Wow, we got Donald Trump onto the podcast." Well, no way. Uh, no, we no we didn't. <laughs> unfortunately, um, Amelia. So how? I don't. I can't think of any examples where something like that currently has been believed to be someone else. P- possibly there could have been somewhere. I don't know. But do you think it's going to happen sooner than later that there's going to be a what, the so-called AI technology, deepfake technology, will come out pretending to be someone else?
2: Um, yes, I actually have an example. Because, oh, do you? Okay, um, perfect. Uh, so... I'm Polish, and um, we have um, Polish TV, um, obviously. <laughs> and um, there was actually an incident where this is kind of like a little bit different, where someone called the president in Poland uh, as a uh, Russian um, politician okay. on the private on the private phone, and actually was like, "Oh, like you know, um, I heard that you you know had." like some um, tension with this other Polish politician and you know uh, the Polish president believing that it was actually this Russian uh, person was having a normal conversation with him kind of private you know kind of actually saying his genuine thoughts and opinions but it was actually being live streamed to the whole you know nation or recorded and published and I can't remember right now but that was detrimental to luckily he didn't say anything terrible however it was still you know just not right, and then caused him a lot of problems. And I think leading back to um kind of the point of um, fake news and things, I think things like that can be detrimental, especially with cancel culture in today's society. And I feel like even the littlest of things, of someone getting caught at the wrong time, wrong moment, or because of something that started as a, off as like a joke, can actually have really serious detrimental um consequences.
0: Talking about that jokes, let's move on. To talking about if, sa- uh, if fake news can actually be in the form of satire, and is, or we could turn it on its head, is satire bad? And actually, is fake news, particularly on political uh, comedy, there's um, I think there's a there's a lot of there's the Private Eye that's a publication which pokes fun at a, a lot of um, poli- politicians. I, you know, what I mean, most people do realise that the Private Eye is obviously a satire newspaper, or then it's probably more of a comic in some ways, but I, gu- I guess with the headlines, if you weren't clued up, some of the stuff sometimes you could see actually could believe it was fake. Um, and there's a lot of um, edited clips going around at the moment. And there's one which was clearly it, it was clearly fake in my opinion, but some people might have uh, believe it to be real. So the Times did an alternative budget, and that's actually gone pretty much viral this week after Rishi Sunak's budget. Um, it was labelled. It, it was labelled as comedy and as political satire. But if it's taken out of the wrong hands, and in fact, when I was actually sourcing this on YouTube, it was actually labelled as breaking news on their, on their category. Um, I've just got a snippet. We have announced over 280 billion schemes, but we need to do even more. At this budget, we are announcing an additional 65 billion promises. This means our total this year and next is 352 billion measures so basically they've just edited the what his sentences around to make them make him sound like he's talking absolute nonsense so that is political satire at its finest some might argue but is that damaging and fake news um, is that do you think it's okay for stuff like that to be produced erin i it's hard because
1: i think if it's so clearly fake, hmm. then I don't see how it's detrimental. But at the same time, people are being made fun of, so ethically, it's
0: not. But if you're if you're if you're not, a um, politician, that you're expected, that's expected.
1: Yeah, I think I think if it's if it's not going to drastic, if it's so obviously fake. And it's not going to drastically change anything, because um, like in that bit, he was he what just wasn't making any sense at all. So people wouldn't believe it. Um, I don't think it's harmful. I mean, especially at the moment, people need to laugh with mm-hmm. things, and yeah, sometimes a short video is is sort of just not just but.
0: But you say people don't believe it. Do you remember last year at the whole. Dominic Cummings swing was saying that he went to test his eyes on that drive. To me, I would say that's pretty unbelievable. So where where's the line?
1: It's <laughs> that's an it's another example of where the line is extremely blurred. Yes. Um, and it is down to individuals and their judgment. Um, and I think it's yeah, if if it's meant because. With satire, it's not meant to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between someone spreading something deliberately to damage or harm someone, yeah. and there's them spreading something that's just, just a bit of fun. Um, and I think the more serious cases are definitely the ones where it's deliberately trying to cause some form of damage.
0: Um, and I'll go to Amelia. finally do you think there is a difference between political satire and fake news carrying on from what Erin said
2: um, yes I think um, basically kind of elaborating what Erin mm-hmm. just said about um, satire is supposed to be humorous it's supposed to be funny It's, I guess supposed to be not taken out of that context whereas fake news I feel like can be taken in so many different directions I think it would be beneficial if because if we all agree that satire is something that is meant to be a little bit of a laugh if it could be more um like advertised more as so um so you know how we kind of basically we're talking about um labeling something as opinion based um just so everyone knows if the same could be done with satire or something like that that would be very useful but then again the power of social media and spinning everything so quickly
0: Is that possible? I'm not really sure. Thank you very much on that. All comments you have heard today are individual views and do not reflect the views of Worldwide Youth Radio in any way. We are always looking for new youth board members. If you would like like to join us, send us a message at www.worldwideyouthradio.com forward slash contact. If you would like to have your say on today's discussion, send us a message at www.worldwideyouthradio.com forward slash contact. So on today's episode of you Talk, we have been talking all about fake news. If you're listening live on the Worldwide Youth Radio and you missed any of this episode, it will be available as a podcast very shortly on all major podcast providers, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. Um, and of course, if you're listening as a podcast already. Congratulations, you've already found it. Go and check out our other podcasts available. They should just be right below that. We've got another three ready for you to go, or maybe if you're listening in the future, we've got hundreds. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows where we are? Uh, well, thank you very much for listening. I hope you found this interesting. Slightly different to of the other podcasts and shows we have done. It's more of a discussion about fake news, and I think it's important as the World Wide Youth Radio to address this um, Because we are obviously a broadcasting um, uh, charity, you could say, um, that produces these shows. To say that we obviously try to avoid fake news as much as possible. We do research everything we talk about. We fact check it. And obviously, that's why we played it. All views are the independent views to make it clear that what someone says could obviously not be as informed as what the actual World Wide Youth Radio is saying. Um, I think that was just important to point out. Though that's all for us today. Do tell your friends all about this podcast and share it on your socials. Get involved. Follow us on Twitter at WW youth radio and also on Instagram, World Wide Youth Radio. Thank you very much for listening and also thank you very much for our youth panel this evening, Erin and Amelia. Uh, until next time, we will see you then. Worldwide Youth
2: Radio.